Ever waddle to the bathroom after sex? Towel between your legs? Desperately trying to keep the freshly delivered load from dripping down your leg and onto your hardwood? Well, worry no more. Awkward Essentials introduces the drip stick, or as I like to call it, the cum sponge. This medical grade sponge sucks up jizz before it sneaks onto your sheets. Visit awkwardessentials.com today and use my code WYP for a 10% discount. They offer numerous products for all types of fun fluids. Keep your shorts semen free and use my code today. That's WYP and save 10%. Awkward Essentials, making bodily fluids less awkward. What's Your Position podcast wants to hear from you. Call 513-6969-SEX anytime and leave us a message. Maybe you have a question about anal. You have a fact about fisting. Or you just want to say, Hello, fellow human! 513-6969-SEX Call us. We will play your message in an upcoming episode. That's 513-6969-739 And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Live from WIP Studios in Huntington Beach, California, this is What's Your Position. On today's show, we talk about OnlyFans with guest Riley. What's the difference between a G-spot and a golf ball? A guy will actually search for a golf ball. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, to a very exciting episode of What's Your Position podcast. Joining me today is a unicorn. I don't know if you know this, Riley, but I've been searching for you for about (laughs) two years. <laughs> and we are so so thankful to have you on, um, Robert. What is that joke from? Google. <laughs> What's the I, I was in a rush between you know, a G spot and a golf sex ball. joke and nice. Our other guests who are going to introduce you know him and I play golf a lot, so yeah. I think that's fair. There you go. That is fair. He knows where the G spot is, though. I don't think he he knows. This is fact. Yeah. This is fact <laughs> with and fair. his wife being a certain person. <laughs> it would not be appropriate if he didn't know where the G-spot yeah, was. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked out. It would not have worked out at all. So today we have um, a couple different guests on the podcast today. Um, one, husband Kevin Weller, Kevin the Cunt. Kevin the Cunt. That's you good. can go back and listen to his episode um, that he recorded with us a few seasons ago. He's also on the Jessica Drake episode um, as well. That is always fun. Um, and he's going to become a more regular feature on the podcast, aren't you, my love? Super excited. Yeah, he does. That's actually his excited face. He's still an intern. He's, he's got to earn intern. it. He's, yeah. he's, coming he's up, not though. getting paid he's coming yet. Up. It's fine. But more importantly, not that I don't love you, but more importantly, uh, we have Riley. Riley (laughs) is a 22-year-old model who currently lives in Mississippi with her dog, Nina. Uh, She grew up playing volleyball. She loves hockey. She actually will fight people if they disagree that it is not the best sport in the world. Who's your team? I have a few different ones, but probably the how, Carolina. How do, you have, how do you have more than one team? I can't pick favorites. I have like four that I love. What? Four? She really likes hockey. I like hockey, them all apparently. for different okay. reasons. She loves it so much. Well, okay. Then name them and tell us what the reasons are. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes, because it was my first ever NHL game, my first jersey. The New Jersey Devils, okay. because I think their team is amazing. And Hail I've Satan. liked them for years. Um, Boston Bruins and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Why the Boston Bruins? They're good. Um, they're like the Yankees. Is there like, hockey. A, is there like a cute player that you're like, oh, he's uh, so Sidney Crosby. Oh, no, he's on the Penguins. Sidney right? Crosby's really good. I love him as a player. But the 
New Jersey Devils has like the cutest roster, I swear. Um, Those damn Canadians. <laughs> and then the Pittsburgh Penguins, Brandon Carlo played for the WHL team where I'm from. So okay. Just, like, okay. That's fair. Respect. Okay. respect. Respect that you have. Respect that you have answers for everything. Um, this isn't a sports podcast, is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? I mean, I'd like it to be. I mean, I... Kevin, you want to start a sports podcast? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right. I'm down. Kevin and Roberts. I don't think Kevin's ever been to a hockey game. In I've been his to entire two. Li- what? I've been to two. You've been to two? Yeah. And both times I was like pretty close up to the center line and up front Ooh. and there was fights in front of me and I was like, all right, I can get into this. Who did you go yeah. see? The Kings or the Ducks? Uh, I think it was the Ducks and the Capitals. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. Did we lose your video? Yeah, we lost my video, but that's okay. okay. I'm, I'm trying to reload it at this point, but it's uh, it's all right. Yeah. I know. We have that. But I want to see Riley's gorgeous face, so I'm trying to get <laughs> back into the studio. There, there we go. So Riley also wants oh. to... Oh. Wants me to stop echoing. Um, wants to share her um, her journey with OnlyFans. She also wants to share her journey with body image and mental health with everyone. Um, she wants to be a model and an actress at some point. How's that going for you? Are you on your journey? Are you on your way? Do you have like an agent that you're working with? No, I've been trying to figure out like where to start. I mean, I've taken acting classes. It's just something I wanted to do, but I just need to like do it i guess yeah um, no actually that's but, accurate yeah um, you can't wait for but, shit to start you have to start shit. exactly and that's what my issue is but i'm i'm working on it and then the sports illustrated is casting their swim search and it closes on the 30th so i'm posting on their thing to submit for that so that's nice. exciting so you could get into sports illustrated mm-hmm. that's I'd, huge yeah, Riley. that'd be pretty big Wow. Uh, that's like my dream goal is to be just a sports illustrated model. So that is a goal and a half. <laughs> that's pretty phenomenal. Because you also I, get to go to like super exotic places all over the world. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was my first intro into like hot girls. Like sports, sports my, Illustrated, my, right? My stepdad had the subscriptions. And I love the Sports Illustrated because I love sports, but then they'd have the The Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. It's, it's and it was accessible. It's not like Playboy. It's like well, I got to that eventually. Yeah. But like Sports Illustrated <laughs> we all did. is at the supermarket. You know what I mean? Like you can it's, it's on the super... top of your stepdad's toilet. It's <laughs> just sitting right there. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> we are also going to talk today about OnlyFans, the money, the fame, the side hustle, what happened during COVID that like shot this in, this website into the stratosphere of of pay for product, really. I mean, it's not just sex that OnlyFans has. There's cooking channels, there's sports channels, there's fitness channels, there's They're uh, making like scripted shows now. Scripted shows. I mean, OnlyFans is about more than just, here's my tits. Like, there is so much more to it. Um, So we are going to get into a little bit of details about OnlyFans itself. Um, And we are going to talk about Riley's journey in OnlyFans. We just learned something exciting and new, which is going to kick off our first segment. Riley, can you please tell us when you joined OnlyFans? (laughs) Um, So I started in May of 2020 uh, during the pandemic. And OnlyFans started started in 2016, but Mm -hmm. their uh, subscription, like the individuals who are subscribers, right? So the individuals who are the fans, I guess, uh, went up 70% in 2020 and then 178% in 2021. So COVID really bolstered OnlyFans into just this echelon of websites. And I think that it happened for a few different reasons. One, I think people were at home. I think people didn't have jobs. I think people wanted to find a hobby and do something that could make them money. I personally started a podcast and a plant business. Plant business wasn't successful. Podcast, kind of successful. (laughs) Some people lost their jobs and uh, some people who worked in the sex industry as strippers or as escorts, we couldn't go out and do any of those things during the pandemic. And so we talked to um, Jessica Drake, who is a prolific porn star. Mattress actress is what she likes to call herself. Um, And she could not film any 
movies during COVID. So she started an OnlyFans so that she could show a personal side. She would take... Um, like tips and go into like uh, areas of her house and do masturbation or do personal like uh, like I'm going to use this toy today because you asked me to or I'm going to wear this outfit today because you asked me to and it was really a way for her to connect with her fans while she wasn't creating content on her site. So COVID really kind of if it wasn't for COVID you probably would not have gained as much popularity. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What were you doing pre-COVID that was maybe kind of led you into the OnlyFans sector? Well, honestly, that kind of started years prior. Um, it's kind of a long story, but I was basically we in a relationship. Night, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was 15, I got into a relationship with this guy, and he was my first everything. I was with him from 15 years old to 18 years old on and off. We probably only dated a total of six months and it was super toxic physically and mentally. And I was super skinny. I've always been super tiny, like just like needle thin. And he would always make comments about it and like comments about how skinny I am, how I need to eat, how I need to gain weight, how I need to work out. And so finally I, I broke up with him on Valentine's day in 2018. And I just started working out and then I started going to hockey games again. And then I started sleeping with hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, why she likes hockey. And that's why she likes all four teams. <laughs> so, so it was actually, just, if my aunt ever sees this, she's probably going to kill me. But I promise your actually, aunt is not a follower of what's your position. <laughs> I really hope not. Not um, yet. <laughs> <laughs> the second person I ever slept with was my aunt's billet. So she would house hockey players. Oh. And I met him on my birthday nice. with my boyfriend there in January. And then three weeks later, we're sleeping together. Um, and so. How are hockey players me. in bed? Um, oh, her face. Them, There's another wow. OnlyFans girl that I saw do a podcast and she said, not good. <laughs> so. They're, they're really not. They're very, very so fucking ju- cocky. <laughs> Yeah. Like so it it's so it it vibes. It's not cocky in the best way. No. 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 Not cocky like hey cock, but like cocky like get the fuck out of here with no. you fucking And a majority of them have ass. the smallest dicks I've ever seen. Shut like, up. It's so, so they're it's, overcompensating with sports. Bomb drop. Yes. Yes, very much so. Wow. It's it was astonishing. But because I was in such a toxic relationship, I started sleeping with more and more hockey players. And I started working out. And by the time I was graduated and it was like June of 2018, I was feeling more confident in my body. I had put on a little bit more weight. I was working out and I felt good and I looked healthy for the first time in forever. So then all these guys were wanting to sleep with me. People after we graduated, people from high school were like, hey, like send pictures. And I was like, I don't I've never really done that. Like for for my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, but it was nothing like serious yeah no like nothing nudity none of that right and so that's how I started sending pictures and then at one point I was like why am I doing this for free why 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 am I not charging for this shit were you doing it on snapchat can I ask yeah (laughs) so I was just telling Kevin today I was like if you think about the evolution of OnlyFans, Snapchat gave the ability for people to say, here's my boobs, and it's going to go away in an instant, and you can't have it anymore. And right, Snapchat, mm-hmm. if you screenshot, you get a notification you, right? right away. Yeah, exactly. And then you can block that person or, or charge them or whatever you want to do. But girls would be like, hey, send me 10 bucks, and I'll send you a picture of my boobs. And then, yep. you know, it's kind of just this, are they going to send you 10 bucks? Are they going to send you a picture of their boobs? There's no real, like way exactly. of knowing if you are going to get paid or if you're going to get the boob shot. So you were sending free nudes on Snapchat. For a while, yeah. Especially to like the people I had hooked up with. They were like, I want pictures, so send me pictures. And I was like, okay, like whatever. And it wasn't that big of a deal. And then I started charging and I, I eventually made like a Snapchat story because you can make multiple stories. And so people would pay to be on that Snapchat story and I would just post constant tit pics, booty pics, mirror pics, whatever. It was nothing like 
masturbation or anything sure. like that. It was just pictures, Riley but people would pay for it. Entrep- an entrepreneur <laughs> right? ahead of yeah. her time, by yeah. the way. In 2018, I was already starting. Literally. And how much were you making on average, would you say, from your Snapchat? I think the first month I made like $700. That's, no, that's respectable. It. That'd be worth it to me. That's respectable. Right? And so yeah. I was like, okay, like I could make a lot of money with this. So I just, at this point, I was continuing sleeping with people. Like I went from one body in January of 2018 to by the end of 2018, I probably had like 20 different people. Cause mm-hmm. I started sleeping with, because WHL teams travel. So anytime a team would travel to the Tri-Cities, I would go on Tinder, I would find a guy, I'd go to their hotel, I'd go to another guy's hotel. Sometimes there would be two different people in one room. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> right. Um, you going to get the whole team? You going to get the goalie? Like, is there a specific position in the hockey world that you feel like is better at sex than another position? Is like the goalie really good or is like... So I've never slept with a goalie because for some reason I just have a weird thing about goalies. <laughs> I won't sleep with a goalie. I it's won't... like the drummer of a band. Exactly. Like, you might want to I've reconsider. I've always wanted to date a hockey player. I love hockey and I don't love it anymore because like it's like it's not about sex anymore but I just I love hockey and I I don't really like watching other sports. So like I've always wanted to date a hockey player. I It's gonna, it's my goal in life. But <laughs> I will not date a goalie. <laughs> I would say, I'm going to stick up for the, uh, the goalies for a second. Have you seen how flexible flexible those guys oh, are? Oh, it's insane. That's true, Robert. I mean, but they just have such a bad, bad rep. Bad. I've met so many goalies that are just not good people. Yeah. And they're toothless, which I mean, it's... They're all no, toothless. Those guys probably have more teeth <laughs> They're all the toothless. <laughs> They'll so, have the nice veneers when they retire. I yeah. want to give, before we get into the dissection of OnlyFans, I wanted to do my tip of the day. Springing it on me. Springing it on you, producer. Tip of the day. Riley, can you hear these amazing songs that we're listening to, or are we just dancing and you have no idea what's going on? No, I can hear them. Okay, Fantastic. Good. That's my favorite That's song. That's good producing right of there. all of it. Yep. <laughs> I want to set the stage for what we will eventually be discussing, um, other than who is best to bang on an NHL team, um, <laughs> and the amazingness that is OnlyFans. And I wanted to discuss body image and how to work on your own self-image and your own self-esteem. Riley touched on it a little bit, you know, really feeling healthy, really feeling um, comfortable in your own skin. So here is the top eight ways to improve your body image. And Riley, please feel free to chime in um, after each one and let me know what you think of them. Okay. Um, (laughs) Number one, identify and challenge negative thoughts. So one of the first ways that you can overcome a negative body image is to develop an awareness of the negative thoughts that you have about your appearance, appearance, because our thoughts becomes patterns and our patterns become these, uh, these places that we go to that are constantly, um, neurological pathways that hit over and over and over again. So if we can identify Hi, we lost me on the other one. So I'm going to come over here to this one. When we can identify these these patterns and these thought processes um, on a regular basis, it can actually help us engage in positive thoughts. Have you ever done something like this, identifying the negative thoughts and trying to turn them into a positive one? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm trying every single day. Um, But especially I like to journal. It helps me. Mm. Especially if there's too many thoughts going on inside my head, I have to just get a piece of paper and write everything out that's going on and try and see how I can fix each issue going on inside my head. Right. No, that makes sense. That's yeah. good. I mean, that that's a good process, right? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I mean, by... I wouldn't know to do that. By journaling and writing down the thoughts and then recognizing mm-hmm. them and moving forward from them. Uh, recognize the underlying motivation for criticism. So I always like to remind my students and my podcast listeners, speak to yourself the way you would speak to your inner child. You would never speak to a child and say, God, you're fat. God, your stomach looks horrible. God, you look awful in that outfit. But we we do it to ourselves every single day. So when we can recognize the motivation for the criticism, it can actually help us re- 
reverse that criticism and become better at talking nicely to ourselves. I try to do a lot of positive self-talk. And if I notice that I'm like, ah, you idiot, you didn't turn left. I'm like, okay, I'm not an idiot because I forgot to turn left. I was just distracted and maybe being kinder to yourself. Can you recognize where the underlying motivation comes from your criticism? Is it from that very first relationship that you had? I think it can be, yeah, but it's also personally, it has a lot of like, a lot of that comes from my family mm. and their comments that they make. Um, so it's... Has that always been a factor for you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. So but it's... Do you recognize it and are able to see that those individuals might also just be jealous or just themselves be not able to process that you're beautiful and that you're creative and talented and have different goals than they do? I think it's both. Um, mainly the first one that like, they're probably jealous or something, but even if it's something small and they're like, Oh, your acne's gotten worse. Like no fucking shit. I know my acne's gotten worse. I, I see it every single day in the mirror. Like you don't need to tell me, you know, when you hear things like that, you realize that that comes from a jealousy and b insecurity of the person. Like they're projecting. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, it's not really the person that it's directed at. It has a lot to do with the way they feel about yeah, themselves. It does. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. Appreciate your body for what it can do. So I like to thank my legs every morning when I stand up and get out of bed. I'm like, yay, my legs work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I have legs. Whenever I have a, a parking spot that's like far away, I'm always like, I'm grateful that I can walk. I'm grateful that I have the ability to to walk into the store. I'm grateful that I have the ability to go to the store. Like appreciating your body for what it can do, not what it can't do. Mm-hmm. Is this familiar to you? Yeah. I I don't know when it was, but I saw a video of uh, someone a couple months ago. We're actually kind of friends now because I followed him or whatever, but he was paralyzed during hockey on like the whole left or right side of his body. And he's gotten to a point where he can walk again, but they told him that he was never going to be able to walk again. So every single day, I wake up or I journal and I'm like, I'm so grateful I woke up today and I'm grateful for all my fingers and my toes and my legs and my arms. Cause it's like, you never know what could happen. Like you could be in a car accident after this and never walk again. You could lose an arm. And the thought of losing a body part or it not working is absolutely fucking terrifying to me. Yeah. And so he's just, he's amazing. He does, um, he does podcasts and he talks about his journey on social media and it's just beautiful. He's such a good guy. What's his name? Let's give him a What's shout his out. name? Shout him out. Um, let me look up his full name. Okay. Practice on focusing on the positive aspects, writing down things you like about yourself in a journal, repeating affirmations every day, choosing foods and activities that will nourish you and strengthening you, and meditating for what you're grateful for. Yeah, Do you she, meditate, She just Riley? said that, all that. I know, right? Do you <laughs> meditate? Um, I, I did, and then I stopped because my depression got really bad, and then I started again, and it actually... Jacqueline Hill posted her Amazon favorites of the month or whatever the other day. And she posted on a-, a thing that on Amazon, there's these two, they're like sound bars or something, uh-huh. but they set for exactly like three or five minutes. There's two of them. You set them on either side of you and they play like this meditation for exactly this amount of time. You don't have to stop it or anything. And she said it's helped her really ground her medica- meditation because it's, she struggles with meditation and so I struggle I. with meditation. Yeah, like me too, girl. Getting me into too. it mm-hmm. and like calming down because my brain just goes all Sometimes over. Sometimes it gives me more anxiety, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I really need to learn how to like balance that out. Challenge yeah. media portrayals. I feel like this one is a big problem. So challenging the way that the media represents people. Um, The diet and beauty industry is a $604 billion annual industry, and it makes money off of our insecurities. It tells us that we have to look like the top 3% of the world, and it's impossible. It's impossible Mm -hmm. to live up to their standards. It's impossible to reach this idea of beauty. And the problem is it it also doesn't teach us how to accept different forms of beauty, that my body will never be the same as your body because we are in two different bones. We are in two different places in our lives. We have different genetics. Like you and I are never going to look the same. And so challenging the idea that the media is actually the enemy and is actually 
actually perpetuating our dissatisfaction with our body and understanding how to love and appreciate ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. How do you get around that though? You have (laughs) 77,000 followers on Instagram. Um, I used to read a lot of my messages or my comments and sometimes when I would get certain comments like, oh, her ass isn't that nice. She's too skinny. Like you're not even that pretty. You never show your face, like whatever. It would really affect me. But then I started thinking like, I'm like, some people have it worse than me. Some people get death threats and I'm, I'm not getting death threats. So it's Some fine. people get death threats? I mean, every, like everyone on social media will get death threats, especially the bigger creators. Like Nessa Barrett's a one that gets millions of death threats a day. Haley Bieber for the Selena Gomez situation years ago. Selena Gomez for the Haley Bieber situation. It's just like, I don't understand why we can't all just be nice. Um, But I started turning my comments off on my Instagram pictures because I didn't want to see what people had to say. I didn't want to see what the guys were saying. Oh, your ass is so nice. Oh, send me pictures. Like, no. Like, let me just post a fucking picture and leave me alone. Why can't I just post this without you fucking commenting on every little thing? So our body image is scientifically and significantly effective on our sexual function, especially in women. Sexual dysfunction in women is actually quite high, much higher than it is in men. And it's much higher in younger women than it is in younger men. And many, many scientific research uh, proposals have been brought forth to show that our body image and the way we look at ourselves and the way society views us has a direct correlation to our sexual satisfaction. Because sex is something that we do with both our bodies and our minds, they are intrinsically linked. Have you noticed this? Yeah, I struggle with sex a lot. I always have. Just like how you how you receive it or why you're having it or how you feel afterwards? All of it. Like, um, I mean, when I was having sex with anyone and everyone because I could and they wanted me, I did it for the sole reason that I had an ass now and everyone wanted to have sex with me. So I did it and I could, but I never once enjoyed it. Mm. And it's ruined sex for me for a long time. And it still has. And then I've never enjoyed it. I don't like, like after I'll be like, why the fuck did I do that? And then it's really bad when it's just myself. And I do like, if I'm masturbating, I can't get my head to connect with my body because it's Mm. like, I'm doing it. And then like a a minute in, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this is so bad. Like I have so much shame with sex and, um, Daniel Sharman and his partner, I forgot his name, not his like relationship partner, but his podcast partner. partner, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they had a podcast called two lads and they always, they talked about subjects that men didn't want to talk about. So they talked about like sex relationships drugs, all that. And they had a podcast about sex and shame and they touched on all of it. And I related a lot to all their podcasts, but especially that one's because I've always had shame around sex and masturbation and it's gotten even worse with OnlyFans. So we're going to take a quick break. And on that note, when we come back, we are going to talk about your experience on OnlyFans. Join us in just a moment. Billion people in the world, but not a single one who understands. I might as well be the only living girl. Wanna be happy, but I feel embarrassed to say that I'm lonely. Imagine someone caring for me every day and night But now I don't have anyone to ask if I'm alright Stop saying I'm pretty Cause pretty girls don't spend Friday nights alone in the kitchen Stop saying I'm funny Cause funny girls don't lock themselves in a room to cry You know the drill. You're making out. You start feeling your way downtown. 
One of you wants to make a move to Cunnilingusville, but you don't have protection. Dental dams are hard to use, hard to come by, and condoms taste like, well, condoms. Hundreds of millions of people worldwide have STIs that can be transmitted via oral sex. So let me introduce you to Laurels, a first-of-its-kind product that provides protection, sexy style, and comfort. And it tastes like vanilla. Laurels for Protection are FDA-approved for STI protection during oral-based activities. And Laurels for Pleasure are the perfect cross between sexy lingerie and kinky toys. These thin and incredibly stretchy, single-use, silky latex undies are worn during fingering, rimming, oral sex, tribbing, and more. Head over to mylaurels.com to get your four-pack today. Be sure to use my code for a discount at checkout. What's your position podcast? All one word. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy with laurels. Since 2014, Four Sons Brewing has been creating authentic craft beers, unique seltzers, and family-friendly locations throughout Huntington Beach. They are a pillar of our community, and we hope they become a staple in your home. Find them in Costco, Total Wine and Spirits, or online at foursonsbrewing.com, and by visiting one of their three locations. Make sure to tell them Ashley at What's Your Position sent you. Stay safe, stay kind, stay sexy, and cheers. Welcome back, fellow humans, to our full frontal episode of What's Your Position podcast with Riley, talking about OnlyFans experiences, body image, and mental health with us. Thank you again for being here, Riley. Give me that shout out of your friend. What is his name? His name is Jack Smiley. Oh, that's great. And he was at practice, had a stroke, and became paralyzed, but has since regained the ability to walk. I believe it was... He was paralyzed on his right side of his body. Wow. I don't know if he was fully paralyzed, but he is in recovery. That's incredible. He's- and he has a podcast? No, he was on a podcast that I follow. I don't know oh, if he has fantastic. his own podcast. Well, but- shout out to Jack. We love you, and we wish you the best of luck in your recovery. <laughs> uh, speaking of shout outs, we're going to shout out to Laurels. Um, we love them. Laurels is the only FDA-approved underwear for sexual intercourse that prevents STIs. It is made of extremely durable latex that smells and tastes like vanilla, which is decidedly decidedly better than the taste of condoms. Um, you can use Laurels for impact play, BDSM play, cunnilingus, analingus, tribbing, um, anything that involves your tongue, your vagina, and your asshole and can protect you from any and all STDs. And if you use my code, what's your position at checkout, you get 15% off when you take it all off. So make sure you check it out. Uh, thank you again for being here, Riley. Would you mind if we got into a little bit of juicy details about OnlyFans? Of course not. Okay, so I'm going to immediately start with my statistic of the day. It's the start of the day. It's the start of the day. Today's statistic wants you to know that OnlyFans wasn't always about porn. As a matter of fact, up until 2021, the majority of OnlyFans was for anything and everything else besides pornography. However, what percentage of OnlyFans content is considered not suitable for work currently? And the guest, unfortunately, always has to go first. Um, not suitable for... So, work. like, what percentage of OnlyFans content is considered 
not safe. You for wouldn't work. open. Adult. You wouldn't open it at work. So naked <laughs> photos, <laughs> tits, ass, penetration, that kind of shit. What is what percentage of OnlyFans content is porn? Basically, mm. I want to say like eighty-seven percent. Eighty-seven. I love the specificity. <laughs> Husband Kevin Weller. I'm going to go with 70. Okay. Robert Main Airplane. Playing right, Price is Right style, 69%. Oh, <laughs> that's, I like that. That's my class. Nice. I got you. Oh, you guys are like right in the same. I like, thought about chunk. 96. You know, flipping oh, 69. I like the 69 flip. It's that high. So OnlyFans has over 170 million users, but only 1.5 million creators. So their user base has increased, like I said, over 78% since COVID. And there are more fans on OnlyFans than there are content creators. The average OnlyFan creator makes $151 a month. That's the average. The average creator only makes 151. So if you're making more than that, you're beating the average. The average creator has 21 subscribers. Now, OnlyFans is really different. Go ahead. Riley's face is she's, <laughs> she's like, like she's all, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> she's all, my numbers are. Damn, way, I'm above average. She's she's like, like, I'm way I'm above average. <laughs> <laughs> what were you on, out of curiosity, Riley, what were you making at the height of your OnlyFans? Like, what was your monthly? 18K. Out? Oh. How much? Yeah. 18K. Damn. And, then, and then we're podcasting why? That's, that's like life changing. Like that, you think about if somebody has a career, mm-hmm. what's 18K yearly? What's that? So like. What is that? What is, what is even is that? I'm going to do this. Hold on. 206. That's three. Uh, that's almost three. That's like $360,000 a year. Wow. That was your average. That's, and how long did you sustain that average for? That was my highest month, but I averaged between 9 and 15K. A month. For Yeah, a month for a good, like, nine months. Okay. And then that's when I started to, like, quit. I decided, I was like, what am I doing with my life? So OnlyFans is interesting because unlike cam sites – it actually gives the content creators the majority of the money. So OnlyFans keeps 20% and they give the content creators 80%. In addition, they don't set regulations on how much the content creators can charge. For example, Cardi B charges $4.99 to access her content. And she doesn't post porn. She doesn't post nudes. She just posts daily life things because paparazzi, Kevin was saying this earlier, he's like, if the paparazzi you're going to go around and take pictures of Cardi B at Coffee Bean. Why doesn't she just take a picture of herself at fucking Coffee Bean and get paid for it? And get paid. Yeah. Like, why not? So it's putting the content creators in full control of what they want to give to their their followers. Yeah. She (laughs) said, y'all are nosy and y'all want to know my business, so here's my business. I'm going to Coffee Bean. Um. Content creators can do anything from exercise to fitness to gardening tips to lifestyle to uh, music. Um, some pot. Uh, Whitney Cummings has one of the highest rated OnlyFans, and she just posts um, podcasts that she can't post on other platforms because of what she talks about. She also likes to be naked. Not that does she posts naked photo, but she, I know Whitney Cummings, and she gets in a bra. A lot. I'm just saying, like, and if you hot. ever wanted to do a naked podcast with me, like, I wouldn't be upset about it. Uh, I would. <laughs> I um, know that you would, sir. I'm saying to I'd you. Have to, would I'd you, have to be in the other room. I was going to say, you're going to have to just turn around. But hey, man, if it makes direction. us $15,000 in a month. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. um, so I have a few questions I'd like to pepper at you, if you don't mind. Go um, Did you have people tip you for content on demand? Like if they requested content? Right. So let's say you were on like you, what was your subscription charge? Like what did you charge people? $20 a month. Yeah. It was $5 for your first month and then $20 to renew. And then what would you give them in that content? What was your, what was your basic, like what was your main content that you were giving? Oh, for a long time I was, um, 
I've, I've kind of gone through phases. At the beginning, I was doing a lot of pictures and like, I wasn't really doing a lot of masturbation because I wasn't my thing. And then I started to do sex tapes, but the men didn't know how to record a sex tape and they were always really short. So <laughs> that, three minutes people, and it's done. And we're done. Yeah, literally. And it was the ceiling like the entire seconds. time. Yeah. Or they would film like really close to my ass or something like that. It was just so stupid. So, I mean, I still made money on those, but I couldn't sell. I couldn't charge as much as I wanted to because of how short and shitty Also, you weren't was. putting out content that you were proud of. Exactly. That's my biggest thing. And yeah. I think the most money, like the most, the content that made the most money was probably just like my self-play um, ass and pussy like in the video. Mm-hmm. A lot of people requested shipping videos though. Oh. Or like dick ratings, but they wanted voice dick ratings. And wait, I, wait, 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 wait. I'm is, sorry. What the fuck is right a dick here. rating? And can you please explain that yeah, to me? Yeah, please. So is, they, <laughs> they send you a picture of their dick, but a lot of people, if guys will send dick pics unsolicited, you don't respond. You only respond if they pay you to give their dick a rating. And, and you have to we're talking a, like, what was your scale? Like one to 10, one to five, A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah, it was like one to 10, but they usually wanted you to like go in depth, like what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. And some of them were like, be as ruthless as you can. Like, tell me if you hate my dick. So tell me like, if it's ugly. A, tell me. Oh, so they, had a, they had a degradation. Yeah, degra- yeah. Thank you, husband, <laughs> for knowing that. I'm very proud of you. You could kind of tell who wanted the good dick ratings, though. So you usually <laughs> had to just lie. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So when you started, it was just photos and then you, mm-hmm. you moved into more videos of self pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, in these videos, I'm going to ask you a really personal question and okay. I want an honest answer. Okay. Did you ever come? No. Did you fake it? Yeah. Every time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every time. And- Every time, right? And, they want to. They want to hear you, so you have to make noises and really sell it. I'm a great actress. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you make eighteen k in have, one month. So you did. You were doing something. You were doing something. a career in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were doing something right. So, what kind of people were your main subscribers? Was it all like cisgendered white males in their 20s? Or did you have like women who were your subscribers too? Did you have any, was it like all races and ethnicities? Or was it mainly white dudes? Um, no, it was everyone I did have. I have very few girls, but I did have a few girls. The weirdest one was my ex boyfriend, the one that was in a really shitty relationship with me, texted me and he was like, Hey, what's your only fans? And I was like, Excuse me? Uh, and he no, was, like, no. I was like, it's linked in my Instagram. I'll just go fucking click the link. And he was like, no, like, my friend thinks you're attractive and she wants it. And I was like, then she can go to my Instagram and click on the link. Yeah, I was so weirded out. But no, I've only had probably like a total of like 15 girls ever subscribed to me besides the girls that I'm in an OnlyFans group chat with. Like supporty pictures and all that shit. But I've had a lot of people from like high school. Like that age range, like 20 to 25. But I've also had a lot of older people, like okay. 40 to 60. And a lot Rude. of them have been- Riley, I'm 40 and you just called me an older person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not 20. <laughs> She's got a point. Gotcha. But it's like some of them have been like, they, there's really there's two really strange interactions that I've had with this. There's one guy who is it just messages twenty four seven, expects me to talk to him twenty four seven. He calls me baby, his girlfriend. It's so fucking gross. But does he, he pay knows. you? No, he's so cheap. <laughs> so he was just paying for the subscription, but he yeah. wasn't tipping anything on top of that for constant messaging. He's like, I'm broke. You should want to talk to me. And I was like, No, it's my time. Yo, this he's is like, for I've me. missed if you. If you want to pay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to talk He'll to you anyways. He'll message me on OnlyFans, Instagram, my dog's Instagram. Oh, my and then God. He, he messaged me, and he was like, does your dad know you have OnlyFans? And I was like, mm, which dad? Because I don't really have one. And he was like, this one. I'm not going to say their name because I don't know if they want to be talked about. He knew but your dad's like, name? He is friends with my dad. Oh, my God. And I was like, do your dad and stepmom know about it? And I was like, well, yeah, they do, but why? And he was like, oh, I just didn't know if he was going to have to talk, if I was going to have to bring it up. And I was like, Did you just threaten me? 
Jeez. Like, I didn't know if I was going to have to explain anything. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem? And then another one. I would have just blocked his ass. 20 bucks is not Seriously. enough. Like, that's not right. I blocked him on Instagram and he just makes new accounts. And it's so. Oh. This but is good stuff one. because I think a lot of girls and guys out there that want to start an OnlyFans are like, I'm going to make 20K, 50K, whatever it is a month. And they're like, it's going to be, you know, bragging rights and clout and money. And there is a full flip side of what you have to kind of contend with to make, you know, it's not just like you cha-ching every, every month. You exactly. have creepers, you have people that you know, like what you just talked about. You're like, okay. I know I've heard of stories where family members, fathers, <sighs> brothers, Things like that are they find out that they're subscribers and they're some of their biggest fans. Yeah. No, no. It's weird. It's really fucking weird. That does actually bring me to a question. Does your family know about OnlyFans for you? Like, do they know that you did OnlyFans? Yeah. Um, I mean, when I first started, I I didn't tell them for a couple of weeks, but then I wanted to go to Florida by myself. And she's like, Well, how are you gonna afford it? Like you work at a gym. And I was like, So, um, I actually do OnlyFans. And she's like, what? And my stepdad's like, oh, I've heard of that. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> what? What do you mean I you've bet heard he of has. It? <laughs> and my mom was like, what do you mean you've heard of it? And I was like, yeah. But Oh, like, that's a conversation for another time. Everyone about it. At work, everyone knew about it. Our family, fr- like my mom's best friend from like after college, um, she actually lives in Palm Springs. Her husband messaged me like shortly after I started and he was like, Hey, like you need to be careful what you're posting on the internet because it'll come back to bite you. And like people know or something like that. And he was referring to my only fans and he lives in fucking California. And I was like, how are people in California that, you know, talking about my only fans? Wow. Right. Jesus. Okay. So what is the craziest request that you honored because they tipped you enough or because it was something you felt like this is kind of all right, I'll do this. This sounds crazy enough. I want to fucking try this. Um, now I do only fans, but I'm, when it comes to crazy things, I don't, I don't really do it. No, so, not a fan. No. Like I've done like the strip teases and stuff like that to music, but I've never done any, like I've had some crazy fucking requests, but I don't really do them because it's like, my thing is now that, especially now that I think about it, it's like you can type in my name on Google and my OnlyFans will come up. Right. And some of the content has been leaked, especially with other creators. It's like that I've collabed with. And I don't need anything really fucking out there to no. get out there, especially right. if it's going to like mess with me in the future. So I've kept it pretty PG mm. with how. OnlyFans is, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, PG within the realm of OnlyFans. Right? Yeah, exactly. So you you had sex tapes and mm-hmm. you did masturbation videos, but yeah. um, did, you never got into like BDSM or kink of any kind? No? No. Nope. Um, what was your, like how much were you posting per day? Did you have like a specific amount that you were posting every day? Did it feel like a full-time job for you? Yeah. I was trying to post multiple times a day, like at least three to five. I was posting on my wall. I was sending out messages. Um, I was posting a lot when I, I've done the whole agency thing. I've been with multiple different agencies. And that's another thing that really bothered me about like with agencies is, and that's kind of why I started doing the masturbation and sex tapes is because they're like, oh, it'll sell. You have to do this. You have to do this. And so Mm -hmm. it, that's what kind of ruined it for me is making all these videos and content that I didn't enjoy but it had mm. it had to be done to make the kind of money I wanted to make. And, and that's when you made the most money was when you had those kinds of videos. So yeah. your photos weren't garnering 18000 a month. It was the masturbation videos that were garnering that this, money. This is super interesting to me because if you think about the porn industry, right, you can find any porn of any genre, of any kink mm-hmm. or fetish for free, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the crazy thing about OnlyFans is why pay for it when you can get it for free? But they like the personal this, experience. Ex- yeah, right. the girlfriend experience. Yeah. But it, 
Right, exactly. And the, the interesting thing is, is in my head before going into this, this is a great insight by, on your part, but I was thinking, okay, well, the OnlyFans models are doing whatever they want. They have their own boundaries. They set yeah. their own schedule. But it sounds like these modeling agencies are are pushing you or at least telling you in order for you to make money, this is what you have to do. So it's not just like it's just you. You have people kind of tapping on the shoulder and saying, hey, you should do this. Little angels well, in and devils order on to the like, side. Sometimes in order to be with that agency, they have requirements. You have to be posting. You have to send them content every Monday. You have to send this many videos, this many pictures. You have to be doing this. You have to make this content. You have to do, post on TikTok, post on Instagram, promote it. And they're charging a fuck ton of money to do that. Like OnlyFans takes 20%. The agencies want to take anywhere from 20 to 60% on top of that. Wow. So it's like... And I've been with probably seven different agencies and they just oh all promise so many things that they can't do. Um, or they'll say that we have someone on your account 24-7. So you have to think about, you have your own personal OnlyFans account, right? You're the only one that sees it. Well, now you have someone that manages your messages, someone that posts on your wall, someone that puts the content that you put, the, put in a Dropbox onto your OnlyFans account. That's four people right there. Sometimes the teams are even bigger than that. You have multiple people messaging, multiple people like posting. So you could have 20 people on your one account, 20 people seeing all this content that you're sending in. Do your your fans know that it's not you messaging them back? No, they will go through and read your old messages to try and respond to you, respond like you. But I'm so dry and I'm not like, oh, daddy this, daddy that. So when I... (laughs) So when I get rid of the agencies, it's like a total fucking personality switch because yeah. I'm like, send $20 for this. Send 20 Yeah, thanks. Like, love you too. But like, they're like, oh my gosh, I just did this. And I had such a crazy weekend. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I would never talk like that. It's just not me. Exactly. Did you- so it's like, you're not really trying to act like me. You're trying to be yourself or you're trying to oversell it. And it's just... What was your catalyst? Like, what made you think OnlyFans? That's it. That's what I want to do. Like, that's brilliant. That's gonna. That's gonna f- make my dreams come true. And and this is where I want to go right now. Like, what was the turn? Was it a person that was on OnlyFans? Was it just the next step in your life? Like, what was it that made you think OnlyFans is gonna be great? Well, I honestly never thought I was gonna be making as much as I did, but I was always sending content like it like people when I moved to Mississippi I had a couple people on a hockey team add me on Snapchat and be like hey I'm in Tri-Cities like want to hook up and I was like who the fuck are you like no I'm not even I'm not even there it's like I've left my mark on Tri-Cities I went to Canada and someone's like oh my god you're right and I'm like so you got recognized yes Oh my God. Because I slept with so many WHL players. It was not, a, I'm not bragging. I hate that time of my life, <laughs> but I slept with so many. But like, you own it. That's knew. all that matters. Oh yeah. I just own it. I mean, it's just, it is. What yeah. It is. I mean, I did, but it's like, everyone's like, oh, you're such a puck slut. And I used to own it. I used to be a like puck hey. slut. Is that what you just that said? Is a, new one. a puck slut. Yeah. That's <laughs> going on my lexicon of things that I'm going to say yep. for the rest of my life. That's incredible. I used to have a Finsta we'll make that account. into a t-shirt. Yeah. Making it into <laughs> right? a t-shirt. Yep. Puck slut. Um, because they're called puck bunnies. But I was like, why do you have a puck bunny when you can be a puck slut? It rhymes. <laughs> it just makes more sense. Yep. Exactly. And so I had so many people constantly asking like for pictures, for nudes, for videos. And I was like, it was getting to be over the top on Snapchat. And I was like, and then I, I, I don't know how I came across OnlyFans, but I had never heard about it until 2020. And I was like, why don't I try this out? Like, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work. Oh, well. Right. So I did. And that's just like how it kind of took off. But it got to be a lot when people I knew were subscribing with their actual names. And then they would message me on Snapchat and be like, respond on OnlyFans. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? And so, I, yeah. and I, so, so let me, you can be anonymous, right? On mm-hmm. like, So you don't actually know who's on the other side. But if they put their name. Yep. Then you're like, oh, I know. Cool. I went to high school with you. I know you. (laughs) It makes it even more uncomfortable when you know their name. Yeah. Wow. I can only imagine. So what was the stopping point for you? Like, when did you decide in your mind and in your heart, 
enough's enough. This is not what I want. I don't enjoy what I'm doing. A lot of people have jobs that they don't like doing. What was the point where you said, I don't have to do this anymore and I'm going to stop? Um, I just recently like actually stopped posting probably a month and a half, two months ago. But I, it's been in the back of my mind for a while. Um, this guy that I messaged, he he was on Teen Wolf. And after I finished it in May. Of oh my God, he has an OnlyFans. I know who no. you're talking about. No, not that one. Oh, wait, who? Uh-oh. The actor on Teen Wolf? Yeah, which one? Stand by, continue your story, please, okay. and I'll find out his name. So, I thought this guy was so cute on, on Teen Wolf, and I was like, you know, I message everyone on Instagram. Like, I was like, it doesn't hurt to shoot your shot, and I think- Amen, sister. <laughs> I have, my toxic trait is I think that I can be friends with anyone and everyone, um, no matter Aww. how famous they are. My wife. We're the same, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> so I messaged this guy. I was like, hey, like, that's all I said. I said, hey. And then how many a wise? month later, <laughs> how many whys at the end of that? Hey, how many whys? Um, hey. I think just one. Okay. Like, I think oh, okay. I'm just like literally just hey in a smiley <laughs> face, maybe. Okay. okay. But I'm very like, Fair. I'm not like, I don't even know. I'm just, I'm super casual about it. Okay? Was it Tyler Posey? No, but I okay. kind of figured he had an OnlyFans. He does, and he's one I of mean, the top OnlyFans content creators. Yeah, just FYI, he was. Good. He went through a little dark period there for a little bit. Did he? Oh my! Did you see his hair and his? Yes, yeah, your facts. Facts. Check out. It checks yeah. out. It checks out for sure. So, um, I, I don't think he'll ever see this podcast, but I doubt it. Daniel Sharman, he played Isaac okay. Leahy. Great. So I messaged him. He responded. We ended up just talking and having a conversation. And we would talk every couple weeks for like for months. And I moved to California and we would still talk. And when I started, because he asked what I did for work, we talked about OnlyFans. And a couple months into moving to LA, um, I just, I didn't enjoy the content I was making. I felt, it felt really time consuming and I wasn't enjoying it. And he's the only person I've ever opened up to about anything. And he was like, send, he was this is going to sound really weird, but he was like, send me the content. I said, I asked if I could send him the content to see what he thought of it. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And so I sent him the content and he's like, you look like you hate your life. And I think oh. that was like a really big turning point. And it was like, if someone else wow. that can tell that I'm not enjoying the content I'm making, I think it's time for me to take a step back. And we talked about how it's making me feel mentally and my body and everything like that and he was like if you don't enjoy it why are you doing it we had this conversation probably six more times until i finally quit and the last time was when we um talked on the phone in like march i think and he was like there are other things that you can do that will make you so much happier it's not all about the money because he was like i don't even know people that make that much money like it's not that big of a deal like if you are so unhappy quit it's not worth yeah. your happiness no absolutely destroy your, your body no. your mental health and so ever since that conversation i was like constantly thinking about it in the back of my head but i'm i don't want to work for someone else so it's mm -hmm. it was really hard for me to like want to quit and go get a job until i figured out what i can do to work from home yeah but he was the main person that really helped me come to That's terms incredible. with it. That's a cool story that he could see in your content. He Jesus. was like, you're not having yeah. fun. And like, you're like, this doesn't nope. look enjoyable for you. And most normal people would say, if this isn't enjoyable for you, it's not enjoyable for me. Exactly. Right. And he was like, even if it was just pictures or certain videos, he was like, you can tell you're not happy. Like, you're not smiling. You don't seem like you're into it. Like, you kind of seem out of it. Like... And, it, and then I went back and rewatched all my content because I never watch my content after I make it. It makes me right. so uncomfortable. But after him saying that, I was like, you can tell. Like, that's just. Do you feel like you were disassociating? Like you were outside mm -hmm. of your. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's huge. been it's been so. How long has it been since you've posted on OnlyFans? 
probably like two months. Do okay. you feel like you miss, like, do you have the, the lack of dopamine? Like, do you feel like you're like you had an addiction to it almost? Like you miss the attention, you miss the commentary, you miss the requests, you miss the money. Like, is there anything that you feel like is drawing you back to it that might be unhealthy? Every single day. I'm like, oh. I miss the money. I, that's yeah. what I miss the most. Like I miss having that financial freedom. Cause yeah, money um, feels like freedom. Oh God, it does. Exactly. And it, it, it would take away all my struggles and issues right now. It would make me so much happier. I'd get it. I, I left California because I stopped making the content. So I stopped making the money I needed to survive there. So that's why I'm back in Mississippi trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life now that I'm not doing OnlyFans. And it's also like, I, that, I, the only thing I miss is the money. I hated the comments I got. I hated what people said about me. I hate the stigma around it. I hated when I met, met someone and they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm a social media man, model. And they're like, well, what do you do? And I was like, I do OnlyFans. And they're like, oh. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's super cool that you could do that. But then a lot of people are like, oh, like, why don't you get a real job? Like, well, it is a real job because I'm putting in the fucking hours of work. Sounds like jealousy. Sounds like a lot of jealousy. Because if you really think about it, fuck, dude, if we could make content and make money and be happy about it, I think a lot of people have a shitty attitude about porn industry OnlyFans because they're deep down inside. Because they're like, it might not have been an easy button, right? You might not be like, you know, making content with really no... uh, time investment or it was it you know it was felt like a job right you had mm-hmm. to do this every day but i think in the end people wanted to put the least amount of effort into something to make the most amount of money kind of like the american yeah. dream so i think if people talk shit about only fans or pornography or whatever you're like you're just fucking jealous yeah seriously you i think you could do sorry this. you have to go work <laughs> 40 hours a week in an office Joe. exactly jesus and I think doing like Already with my relationship with sex from sleeping with so many people and not enjoying it and just doing it because I, I, I use sex as a coping mechanism and it really ruined everything for me. So doing OnlyFans on top of that, it just made it 10 times worse. And a lot of times I'd be super confident. I'm like, yeah, I do OnlyFans, like big fucking deal. But it just gets to the point where it's like, I, lately I've been thinking, I'm like the, the thought of someone paying to see me have sex is just, it sits so wrong with me. But I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. if I had, if I was in a healthy relationship and we had a good relationship with sex, maybe I would enjoy it more. Maybe if I didn't have yeah. this, the issues with sex that I have in masturbation, maybe I would enjoy it more if I could enjoy masturbating. But I just, I can't get to that point. And I'm like, I miss the money, but is it worth putting myself back in that situation? Because I'm still depressed and unhappy, but I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders the last month that I'm not worried about. I need to make content. Oh, everyone is at home. I can't make content. I can't be loud. I can't do this. I can't do this. And it's like, (sighs) yeah. Are you, do you think you'll ever go back to OnlyFans? If I can start new projects and new jobs that I enjoy and I love, I don't think I'll ever go back. Eventually, I want to get to a point where I, I've just been letting my subscriber count die down over time. And I just request the couple hundred dollars out that I make every month and mm-hmm. just wait until it's at zero. And then I think I'll delete my accounts because I would also, if I went back into OnlyFans, I would want to start with a whole new account and I would do content that I enjoy. And I don't think I would do any sexual content. Like I would yeah. do like implied nudes but i don't think i would do full nude i wouldn't do masturbation i wouldn't do sex i would do a completely different thing so if i get back in OnlyFans, i will delete my accounts and start over so we're going to take another quick break and when we come back we are going to talk about sex and mental health um those two things are so so very deeply entwined into one another and i think that it is a really important topic to discuss um we're also gonna play the 69 game with riley we haven't played a 69 game in i don't even know how long so i'm a little rusty but i'm really excited that you're gonna play this game with us um and we're gonna talk about really like how to bounce back from 
the trauma that we experience from our youth and how that plays into our sexual relationships as adults. Join us. We'll be right back. waddle to the bathroom after sex, towel between your legs, desperately trying to keep the freshly delivered load from dripping down your leg and onto your hardwood? Well, worry no more. Awkward Essentials introduces the drip stick, or as I like to call it, the cum sponge. This medical grade sponge sucks up jizz before it sneaks onto your sheets. Visit awkwardessentials.com today and use my code WYP for a 10% discount. They offer numerous products for all types of fun fluids. Keep your shorts semen free and use my code today. That's WYP and save 10%. Awkward Essentials, making bodily fluids less awkward. <laughs> 